With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Om Shabbat Shalom. Holy way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom. I sense your presence. Om Shabbat Shalom. Holy way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom I sense your presence I sense your presence And I am the light Within your soul In the essence of truth and right Love makes the circle whole And here we stand in line Waiting for some sacred sign But to find the balance is the purpose of this time To restore the balance of the universal mind And in the presence of my Lord of light and love Everything I see aspiring to be free when I call to thee, come on bending knee, surrender to the all-pervading light and love, reflections of the one surrounding me with love, and I sense your presence, I sense your presence, I sense your presence. I sense your presence Within and without Above and below, yeah East, west, north and south I sense your presence Without and within Below and above, yeah, yeah East, west, north and south I sense your presence I sense your presence. My Lord of light and love Everything I find in tune with the divine And here we stand in line Waiting for some sacred sign But to find the balance is the purpose of this time To restore the balance of the universal mind I am the light within your soul In the 
seconds of truth and right Love makes a circle And when I call to thee Come on, bending knee Surrender to the all-pervading light and love Reflections of the one surrounding me with love For to find the balance is the purpose of this time To restore the balance of the universal mind I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence Shabbat Shalom, Holy Way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom, I sense your presence. Om Shabbat Shalom, Holy Way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom, I sense your presence. Om Shabbat Shalom. Holy way of the most high Om Shabbat Shalom I sense your presence Om Shabbat Shalom Holy angel of the most high Om Shabbat Shalom I sense your presence I sense your presence And thank you for joining me here on Code Connection. My name is Jessie Ann Nichols-George, and I'm your hostess. And the music you were listening to at the beginning of the show is I Sense Your Presence. It's by Shemshaya, incredible uh, musical ensemble, which I connected with originally in the Sedona, Arizona area. And, um, you know, it's just amazing how they, they've kept putting music out and putting music out. And um, definitely they have a lot more music, and they've just recently been releasing some things and doing some performances. And so I encourage you to go check out their work, by the way, over at their website, www.shemshai.com, as well as uh, link up with them there on Facebook and uh, stay connected with them because they're doing a lot of great stuff. I just want to extend a big warm welcome to everybody, whether you are returning because you've listened to the show, you like what I'm doing here, you like what we have going on, or whether you're joining us for the very first time. Maybe you heard something and you said, hey, that sounds like an interesting show. Let me join in today. By the way, we do stream live in three additional places, which is Talk, Stream Live, Stream Finder, and Pen, also known as Pair Encounters Network. I welcome everybody listening through those channels as well, and also those people that are catching our show through the podcast, be it uh, iTunes, TuneIn.com, or through my YouTube channel. So it's great to have you here, no matter whether you're catching it as an archive or catching it live. And this is going to be a really great show. So uh, I'm glad that you've joined in with us today. During the show, what I do is I look at living a more compassionate life by aligning with your personal life codes. Many times I've got guests on the show. Actually, I'm kind of splitting it about 50-50 this year so that you get a chance to learn about how other uh, work and people and what they're doing uh, fits in and maybe an option for your code energy. I also highlight different musical artists along the way. A lot of times I'm doing that around the turning of the year, and I've got some 
interesting guest coming up here in about two weeks. I've got a guest coming up that's going to be a musical guest. And uh, got an interesting guy that I've scheduled in, by the way, for the summer solstice, who is called the Pipe Guy. And he literally plays for TVC Pipes, which is quite interesting <laughs> to see. And the guy I have coming on next in about two weeks is from Australia. And he plays uh, in the, the kind of two subway areas and it's um there's there's a unique sound that he gets out of that and i think you're going to find him very interesting as well and then what i do is uh you know that way you get a chance to explore a, a variety of different things topics tools resources and you know thoughts that are being shared along the way and um you know gives you a great chance and and uh to learn about a lot of different things and to expand your own insights and do some personal exploration throughout this show. And uh, so that's a great option. And my own work, what I do, by the way, is interpret a person's life code. And that allows them to live a life filled with compassion. I've created the Genesis Clearing Statement. If you've missed that, you can catch it in archives where other people have interviewed me. You can do that through my website, jessianmicholsgeorge1.com. I've also authored four books. And uh, the most recent being You, Me, Life Dreams, and this companion workbook. The first two books I put out were Activating Compassion and this Companion Workbook. And then I'm also a collaborator. Actually, uh, we're going to delve into what I'm a collaborator on today, Embraced by the Divine, A Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose, which, uh, by the way, is a international bestseller. So it has been on the Kindle version, and uh, we're getting ready to release that on the paperback version. And today's guest is going to tell you all about that. So I don't want to take too much away from that today. In addition, I've also created the True North Tour, which is a multi-state nationwide tour, including workshops, retreats, seminars, book signing events, and fundraising events. And anyways, you can follow all of those things through my website, again, jessianmicholsgeorgethenumber1.com, and, and see what's happening, what I have going on. I do have actually something coming up at the end of this month, and you've got about another week or so here to register for it. Um, if you want to jump into that, it is going to be in the Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota area. And no, I don't anticipate being outside the, uh, the entire day <laughs> on that event, even though a lot of times I do run my events outside. It's a bit cold. Um, we may spend part of the time outside, part of the time inside uh, for that event, but it's going to be really amazing. And just a reminder, if you do enjoy the show today, which uh, our today's guest is going to be sharing a wonderful meditation on the show. So um, you definitely will probably want to share this show. Make certain, by the way, that you tell your friends, your family, you know, just share it even on Facebook. I find I click a share button and I always get people that come back and go, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful that you shared this with me. It really made a difference for me right now. And you might just change a life. You know, you might just be that stepping stone that, uh, somebody really needed right now. And they can use the same link that you use to get into the live show. They can do that and, and listen to it at their convenience in the archives, which will be available immediately after we finish today. Or they can also, again, catch it at iTunesTuneIn.com or through my YouTube channel. So lots of options there. Now, before we get started on everything, those that have listened in before, now I'd like to grab a little spot for the week from Yehuda Bird. And he is a Kabbalah master, which uh, deals in his own form of codes, you might say, uh, which is the 72 names of God, technology for the soul. And it's always fun because I just flip the page every week and I see what's there. And it always seems to apply 
to whatever the topic is or who the guest is, and, and today's no exception to that by any means. So the common name that I have here today on this is called Silent Partner, and, uh, and the initial message that Yehuda gives on this is, everyone who comes into this world must choose a silent partner, the dark force or the light of this creator. Take your pick. And he goes on to share some insight on this that says, there are two kinds of wealth, spiritual and physical. How these spiritual and material assets get divvied up depends upon which silent partner we choose. After all, every partner wants a piece of the action. If we choose the dark force as our silent partner, it will allow us to keep 100% of our material wealth, but it demands 90% of our spiritual light, of which it then ties 10% back to us in the form of monetary gratification. The dark force uses the remaining 90% of the light to strengthen itself and wreak havoc in the world and in our personal lives. If we choose the light as our silent partner, we will keep 100% of the light and 90% of the physical wealth. All we must do is tie the 10% back to the light in the form of charity. The concept of tithing, of giving away 10% of our earnings, is also designed to remove the dark force's influence from our lives. And if the negative force remains attached to our financial sustenance, eventually its influence will wither away our good fortune, turning 10% of our income, or tithing 10% of our income, does not diminish our well-being. On the contrary, it brings great, greater prosperity and joy in every area of our lives. The silent partner effect that we always have one side or the other with us. The choice is ours. Good thing to keep in mind, and, and, and I'm really big on choice uh, with things, and I think it is big because we forget sometimes when we hit these challenges that we do have that choice and we do have a choice to change things. We do have a choice how we're going to be in the world regardless of the challenges that we're facing. Now, the meditation that Yehuda goes on to give here is tithing and meditation upon this sequence of letters removes the dark forces present from your earnings and its destructive influence from your life. The light is now your silent partner, bringing you endless blessings and protection. It's a partnership made in heaven. And again, the common name is Silent Partner. The formal name today is Yud Rush Toth. Okay, that's Yud Rush Toth. And um, that does, by the way, go up on my page of the Main Street Universe tab on my website, Jesse and Nichols George. And uh, you can locate it right there and go back and refer to it, take a look at it over the week, read it for yourself. Now, a little thought here before we go off to break and get into today's topic. Um, I have two things. I'd like to kind of give a thought of where we're headed for the day and the topic. And then uh, I also have a little code energy insight that I like to share every week. So a little thought going on here. Have you ever felt a loving presence that placed you in a deep state of peace? And have you ever experienced the sensation of being picked up and carried when times go tough? And have you ever felt a love that you knew was far beyond anything in this physical world? I can recall a few times that I've experienced this sensation in my life. And when I'm in it, all things seem to melt into a singular state. There is no separation or self-identity. As a matter of fact, there is very little but 
a sensation of great peacefulness and very deep unconditional love. And when I have been in this state, there is no judgment or even a specific emotion, just an incredible expansiveness of total acceptance, appreciation, and compassion. For me, there is no question that when I experienced this, I was truly being embraced by the divine. It is amazing, though, how many times we end up going through challenges in life or wait until we are feeling deeply troubled, stressed, worried, scared, or any other numerous feelings before we allow ourselves to accept this experience. And it is no exception for me, as I have too often waited until a dark night of the soul period before opening to this wonderful sensation. I suppose this could be likened to receiving a piece of enlightenment and then forgetting the information you were given, or like walking into a room and forgetting what you were going into there for. As we go through this life, there are so many things on this earth that tend to distract us from experiencing the divine. We forget this immense and wonderful space that we come from and are, and we get wrapped up in all of the distractions that are part of this illusion and then wonder where our peace and joy are. And for any of numerous reasons, we have a tendency to not maintain this incredible space of bliss. And my experience is, that when I allow myself to be in the embrace of the divine, that it is like being drunk. The joy overpowers anything that weighs me down and overflows from me. Everything seems to become a blessing and joy, even the challenges, because there's a sensation of knowing that I'm not alone in what challenges me. Like many, it took some pretty harsh conditions for me to so-called remember my divine connection and how wonderful it is to be in divine unity. Now, I consciously choose to connect in that embrace many times throughout the day. No matter what is happening, I choose to experience it through the divine embrace. So when times are rough or tough, I feel these loving arms wrapped around me, and when times are great, I also choose to feel those loving arms wrapped around me. Now, Michelle Mayer is one person that recognized that there are some amazing stories and experiences that have brought people, particularly women, to remember and receive the divine embrace. And she realized that these darker experiences were important to share so that others could find hope and inspiration in their darker points in life and thus allow themselves to open to their angels and the divine to help them remember their true essence and that there is so much more to being in this world than just being in this world. It wasn't that long ago that I received a message that said, connect with me daily and never forget me. Now, while this was related very specifically to someone that I was very strongly connected to here on earth, it also applies to the greater me and the greater we. And it is important that we connect daily in this divine embrace all throughout the day and that we never forget me, which is the divine, you and me, our true loving divine self. And what do you do, by the way, to connect daily in divine embrace? And what experiences have you had when you have been in divine embrace? And are you making daily connection or only waiting until the challenges hit to make that connection? A little code insight for you, <laughs> now that you've got all of that to think about. And this, too, by the way, does go up on my page of the Main Street Universe tab on my website, jessianniplesgeorge, number one.com, so you can go back and reflect on it during the week as well. 
but the code energy for this week is about making certain you are giving yourself extra time to do things. Take life at a little slower pace. Pause a little longer at the stoplight before proceeding. This is a time where all we can really expect is the unexpected. And it might even feel like a bit like being in the twilight zone this week. A strange things are happening. And this week will be a good time to check in, observe, and pay attention to what is happening. If you are dealing with fear from within, known or unknown, you are likely uh, to lead yourself down a path of accidents, as our worries and anxieties will give us real things to be worried and anxious about. However, if you are opting to be peaceful within, staying centered within your heart, faith, then you may find yourself as the eye of the storm. This week can be a real whirlwind of events, whether you receive pleasant synchronicities or experience strange accidents. Is up to you. Be conscious of the space that you choose to stand in and then choose to give yourself as much space to be calm and peaceful in as possible. Okay, I'm going to take a short break, and when we return, I'm going to have with me Michelle Meyer and her latest offering of love, Embraced by the Divine, a Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose. The song I've got for you during the break very appropriately came up this week by Claire Hedin, Remember in the Silence. And you can check out more of Claire's work, by the way, at www.clarehedin.com. That's C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
welcome back. You are listening to Code Connection. My name is Jesse Ann Nichols-George, and I'm your host today. And it's wonderful that you were able to join us, whether you are listening live or whether you're catching one of our archived versions of the show. You were just listening to Remember in the Silence. It's by Claire Hedin. And again, you can check out more of her work at www.clairehedin.com. That's C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. And today I have with me Michelle Mayor. And Michelle is the compiling author of Embrace, Embraced by the Divine, the Emergent Women's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose, already an international bestseller on Amazon. The book has already reached number one bestseller status in both Canada and Australia in self-help spiritual as well as bestseller status in four other countries. You can check that out, uh, by the way, at www.embracedbythedivine.com. And, you know, you're definitely going to want to do that. And I'll mention why soon, or I'll let Michelle mention why soon. Through Michelle's writing and angel-guided healing work, she co-creates transformational energetic shifts in people, especially women, who are ready to make a bigger difference in the world. She specializes in assisting women to dissolve limiting beliefs and energetic blockages so that they can step fully into their power, passion, and purpose. Both the angelic realms and the divine feminine energies of love and compassion are strongly present in her work. Since 1995, she has been in private practice at Angel Wings Healing in Melbourne, Australia, www.angelwings-healing.com, and seeing clients around the world in person and via Skype Michelle is the founder of Heal of the Heal the Healer Community of Healers and Lightworkers and has run spiritual Egypt tours and overseas healing retreats. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot to get in there. She's a busy woman and she's got a lot going on. That's amazing. And some of you, by the way, might remember Michelle. Uh, Michelle Mayer was on my show about two years ago, not quite two years to the date, but two years ago. In February, she was on the show, so it's wonderful to have her back. And, Michelle, I I welcome you back to what was Activating Compassion and is now Code Connection. Thank you. I'm so delighted to be back on your show, Jesse. It was an incredible experience, and it was on Valentine's Day two years ago, um, one week before my partner passed away. So it's a very significant time for me to, to remember as well. But uh, I'm looking at it now for all the right reasons. This is an incredibly happy time, this time to be on your show. It was last time. I didn't know what was ahead of me, though, but this time it's incredibly happy because the book is just about to come out in paperback version uh, in just a few days from now, so all is good. I just wanted to say, Jessie, I'm obviously you, you know very well that I'm incredibly sensitive to energy, and when you were playing the, the song in the opening, I sense your presence I just had the waves of goosebumps and energy going through me and the tears just streaming down my face constantly. Just that pure emotion of divine connection that is probably the singularly most beautiful song I've ever heard and the sense of divine presence in that was just exceptional. It it felt so, so connected and so tapped in and I just wanted to to share uh, my experience with you that was the most beautiful beautiful song well thank you I I love that and Shemshai blessed me with being able to use their music on my show from the beginning 
and um, I have to agree, they are, uh, he's very, very aligned with his music. He's, he's very, he, he almost trances when he plays, I would say, um, and, and he's very connected in his practices. So um, I'm glad that that resonated with you and connected for you in there. You know, uh, I would love for you, because I know we got a little bit of some of your background before, but I would love for you to share what happened between a couple of years ago and now (laughs) that led you, and I agree, this is an incredible time to be doing this interview with you because being a collaborator on the book myself and then, you know, having the timing work so close to the paperback coming out, um, and and the Kindle is released. It's just it's been an exciting process because I've seen you from the very beginning of where it started and where it is now. And I I think we all kind of have that thought in our head like, wow, this would be really nice to get there, and that would be really wonderful. But it, you know, you were just setting out I think on a smaller scale originally. Yeah, it's been an interesting journey, to put it mildly. If I'd known what was going to be ahead of me two years ago, I might have said, hey, stop the bus, I want to get off, I don't want to do this, it's too difficult. But I'm glad that I I just knew step by step what was going on uh, so that I could actually bring this to fruition because it was very, very far out of my comfort zone because I've had, you know, 20 plus years now as a healer, as an energy worker, as a light worker. And for me, suddenly being uh, receiving this inspiration to be an author and to get this incredible group of women together from around the world to create this book, uh, that was just so far out of my comfort zone and all the journey to publication and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, look, just to backtrack with that, it was really about the time that... Um, we did our last interview together, Jesse. that I received the initial guidance and I was just out, you know, watering my garden one summer morning about 6 o'clock in the morning as sun's coming up, just in that nice, you know, semi-meditative, trancy state, very peaceful, and I suddenly received this very clear message. There was no doubting it whatsoever. It was a, a clear message from the angelic realms and it was you are to write a book. You are to call it Embraced by the Divine. It is to be a collaboration book and you are to hand select women of a particularly high resonance from around the world to share their stories of challenge, heartache, obstacles and how they turned these around into blessings. And then I was also downloaded with a lot of other very specific information too as to how this book was to come about. And I'm there just, you know, transfixed in the spot with the hose still running, my jaw dropped down. And I'm thinking, okay, wow, um, this is really left field. Not sure I know what to do with this. But because the guidance was so clear and so strong, there was no way I could argue against it or say, but, 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 it was that sense that, okay, they had trust in me in the higher realms that I could pull this off, that I could do this, even if I didn't have that same level of trust in myself at that stage. And because of the clarity of the the download and the certainty with which it came through and also that, I guess, vote of confidence from the angelic realms, 
I said, okay, I can do this. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I trust that you will guide me step by step every inch of the way in what I am to do here because if you have chosen me for this task, I say yes to the task. I need help. Guide me step by step every step of the way and that has been exactly what has happened. So it's been a phenomenal journey. Um, I had the, the guidance to hand select these women from around the world. I already had a wonderful, wonderful connection of very high vibration soul sisters from around the world. And I, it, it only took a week actually to get together those people that I wanted to have as the collaborators slash co-authors in the book and of course you were one who came to mind instantly because I love the the caliber of your work uh, your frequency and, and your giftedness so Jesse you were a natural selection and most of the others in the book too were natural selections as well there were only a couple that I didn't know much about first and then they were ones that um, collaborators had recommended to me they said you know you really must meet Edie or you really must meet so and so and they've turned out to be excellent connections as well so from day one the, oh, and the other part that was very, very strong and clear in the angelic guidance that came through initially was that everything to do with this book was to be about vibration. Ultimately, it would be the vibration of this book, the vibration of the women involved, the vibration of the chapters collectively and the stories that would be what would bring this book out hugely into to the world. You know, sure, we could have marketing campaigns and all the other stuff that you know you're supposed to do with a book launch but ultimately the vibration of the book is critically important and this has been I think what's achieved uh, has allowed us to achieve the incredible results we've had so far in Kindle because we're all very very conscious of the vibration we're all spiritual teachers so that that has been why this has been a very different kind of book to anything else that you're likely to get out there it's also been a very interesting learning journey for me as I've been called to step up into my power as a leader something I'd shirked uh, in the past preferring to hide in the background so I've really been called to step up into the light and step up in a big way and take control take leadership role of 16 very powerful women in their own right and that's been an interesting and fun journey in itself so there's been a lot of convoluted twists and turns with that and it's all been really really good it's been a, a, a what I heard someone describe the other day as a love gift where the, the divine challenges you to grow into more of who you can be so that's really my summary of the last couple of years it's been a whirlwind ride lots of ups and downs lots of steep learning curves but I've got there eventually. Well, and, and it, like I said, it was quite interesting for me to observe this whole process because I do remember when you came to me <laughs> originally, and, and you're right, it was shortly after this show because I remember you coming back and you said, oh, my gosh, this thing happened with my partner. And then it was like the next thing I knew you were coming back and you were like, I can't believe that since your show I've had this thing going on and, and, you know, and I was a little freaked out by this. And then it's like now I'm being told to do this, <laughs> this project. And, uh, and and it started off and you thought, no, I'm, I, I'll put this, this book out there and we'll just see where it goes. And, and everything you're sharing, Michelle, I think is so important uh, 
taking this journey because oftentimes people do, and sometimes this is exactly why we don't get all of the information up front because if we had it all, we would be like, oh, no way, no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I would be no way. (laughs) You know, it's it's a very... It's a very interesting thing, and um, <laughs> so so definitely, and it, it can be very overwhelming if we saw the bigger picture. You know, if they had said to you, "Oh, Michelle, you're going to put out, you know, this bestseller internationally, and <laughs> all of these things," you would have been like, "Oh, no, 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 I'm not on, you know, there. I like the idea, but I'm, you know," and so to watch it grow and to see it shift into that because of this heartfelt space, and I think you brought up the fact of having to step into the leader role, which is huge because there's so many of us, I think we can maybe even at times take charge of our own life well, but we're not always comfortable when we're taking charge of a lot of other people's lives in a sense and leading and directing them on something that we don't even have a clue about completely. Uh, with it and, yeah. and in this process, yeah. all these women of high vibration as you say you know that have been doing work with clients for decades myself included just kind of said great Michelle tell us what to do <laughs> and just open that door and put our trust in you and that that's been a huge responsibility too in fact in a lot of ways having the 16 collaborators has kept me on track being that you know slight ego part of me that has said well I've got this far with it I can't can't let all these people down I just can't stop now whereas maybe if I'd been doing the project by myself there uh, could have been quite a lot of times where I would have said oh no this is all way too difficult you know this each time I got another obstacle thrown in my path another hurdle another challenge uh, it would have been easy to say, oh, no, forget it. It was just some kind of nice dream. It's never going to happen. But having people who've put their faith and trust in me, people that I, I admire as well, I, I admire their work, uh, I feel very connected to them as soul sisters, it, it really has been a, a journey of, okay, well, I've got myself into it this far. <sighs> what do I do next? So this is where a lot of the divine guidance that I use has been coming in and I've referred back to the the higher guidance literally daily, sometimes multiple times on a day where there have been real challenges happening as to, okay, I don't know what to do now. I, I have no idea what it is I'm supposed to be doing to resolve this particular issue. So please show me clearly what it is that I'm supposed to do. Make this guidance so in my face that I can't possibly miss it so that we can move through this particular challenge and continue on the journey. And that has been... That has been probably the the singular most powerful thing that I have done on a consistent basis that has driven this whole project forward. It's something that I started doing many, many years ago, maybe probably even on the start of my spiritual journey about 25 years ago. 
and I used tapping into higher guidance through meditation as a powerful tool for problem solving. So that's one of the ways that I, I still use uh, my connection to higher guidance is to problem solve, to problem solve at a much higher level of consciousness than I'm capable of uh, thinking about with my ego mind, with trying to figure things out on an ego mind level. And that asking of just make it so blatant that I can't miss it, <laughs> you know, to me is is a huge thing because, um, you know, so many people just don't ask for that level of clarity when they're putting something together and it's, it's really, really important. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I was just taking a look at the aspect of leader in connection to you uh, on your codes. And, and I, I was thinking, okay, let's see what this really was about <laughs> here for you in your journey because I had the, I had the fun of, of taking a look at, at some of your codes. And, um, you know, when I, when I take a look at this, it shows you that role of leader shows you stepping into your power. It shows you bringing something to completion. It shows you finishing a major project that is about something other than money that is hugely about purpose and hugely about shifting the power of the world. Now, I don't want to put any yeah. <laughs> responsibility yes, there. I couldn't have written it better myself. Well, you know, for me, fundamentally, whatever I do, it's all about shifting the collective consciousness. When you peel back all the, the layers of how I present my work and what I do with my work, it's all about shifting the consciousness collectively, especially through the influence of women as leaders to bring us to a higher vibrational level as a planet so that the abuse that goes on of the most vulnerable on the planet at this time cannot continue. It cannot continue vibrationally. And for me, I'm incredibly passionate about animals. So for me to shift the collective consciousness so that the abuse of animals stops around the world in all its multiple forms, that would be probably my greatest, highest passion and, and purpose and commitment. So there, there are so many ways of of manifesting that in the world. I think it was the Dalai Lama who said that it will be Western women that change the, the world, that you know, are responsible for this collective shift in consciousness. And for me, bringing this book, Embraced by the Divine, to fruition has that feeling of being part of the collective shift of consciousness. The intention is that this book reaches hundreds of thousands of if not millions of women worldwide who are ready for the messages in this book the messages of hope and inspiration and no matter what challenge is thrown at you there's always a chance to turn it around and to grow from the experience that these kind of messages will go out into the world to empower women to inspire women and to motivate women to do bigger things in the world to make more of a difference in the world you know no matter what your your age, your financial status, uh, your educational background, it doesn't matter. Just those who are feeling the call now to step it up and to be more in the world 
that they can be, whether it just be in their local community or um, you know, in their country or on a more global scale, it doesn't matter. Everybody making a difference in whatever way they're being called to make a difference at this time. And I'd just like to share too, just um, digressing a little bit, Jesse, for a moment. You were mentioning before about you know the, making the guidance so clear and in your face that you can't possibly miss it. I just wanted to share a, a short story about my um, partner who who died, this Noel. And I obviously, I, I'm doing the kind of spiritual work that I do. I've been able to tap into people on the other side very easily for a long time. It's it's just as easy as tapping in and having a a, a you know a telepathic connection with someone who's actually living it's really no different and I was getting a lot of guidance um, from him from the other side and at one point I suddenly thought am I just imagining this I had this real crisis of confidence I thought am I just imagining that I'm connecting with him because I want to connect with him um, and I said to him uh, I said look if I am really having this conversation with you, if I'm really tapping into, if I'm really understanding what you're saying to me, please give me some confirmation that's so clear, that's so in my face that I can't possibly miss it. So this was late one night. I was in bed, um, just about to go to sleep. And the following morning, I woke up onto my computer for a long day. I'd only been on my computer about 10 minutes. And... For anybody who has Skype, uh, you'll know that you get a little green, a uh, little icon pop up in the corner of your computer screen that you know says um, so and so is available or whatever as they they come online. This is about six months after Noel passed away, mind you, and within ten minutes of sitting on the computer, his little green Skype icon came up saying he was available online. Now I saw that as it popped up, and I nearly fell off my chair with complete and utter shock and that Skype icon stayed on the entire day I worked a very long day on the computer that day and it was on the entire day it's never been on since it had never been on before now you tell me logically what was happening there for me it was that in my face kind of confirmation that yes I was very tapped into to the information that he was sharing with me so that's that's how in your face it can be it can be even more in your face than that but I, I definitely got that with the Skype icon you know coming up and more or less hitting me in the face so I just wanted to share that <laughs> And that, you know, that's an amazing thing. When we ask, it's important for us to pay attention and to see what comes up. And, and what a great example. And, you know, I think we're going to see more and more of these types of things uh, that aren't physically explainable necessarily um, happening. This year is certainly a big one that carries that kind of energy. And, you know, I think you're bringing this work into the world and really opening it up at this time. I think you're going to be stepping a lot more into a leadership position with this or leading more um, with this. Uh, that energy seems to be like it'll, it'll come out more surveillance for you. I, it's, I've watched this journey. <laughs> it's just I, for people that haven't been involved with it, you know, our collaborators have really 
come together as a family, and I know that you've seen a lot of shifts and changes. Have there has there been a particular shift in this process that just really stood out to you um, in bringing this yeah, work together and working with everybody? Because these um, are strong women, they're women from four different continents, probably roughly half of them in uh, America, in the U.S., there were some egos that needed a little bit of massaging, may I say, to start off with. Yours wasn't one of those, Jessie. I'm not saying who who's, did need a little bit of massaging, but I, I needed to learn what, uh, you know how people communicated, how they liked to be communicated to, because each one has their own different style. So I needed to learn people's different styles and how to communicate with them on the best possible level for the the best outcome for all concerned. So even those whose egos were a little bit um, out of alignment to start off with with the group, gradually. Everyone has come into a beautiful, blended, harmonious whole, and it has been a fairly gradual process. But there was a very specific point where it was as if everything just clicked into place. Originally, there were two extra co-authors. One of them I felt from the beginning, she wasn't the person that I, I knew personally, but I came across her story and I thought, oh my God, that's such a powerful story. We need to have that in the book. Maybe I should have asked for high guidance first rather than just, you know, that sort of knee-jerk reaction that I had. So from the beginning with her story, it was a great story, but there was something vibrationally that was out and I kept having this gut feeling that it wasn't going to work, that there was something wrong vibrationally because the whole book is about vibration or, you know, that the underlying thing behind the book is all about vibration. I agonized over it because she's such a nice person and I didn't want to hurt her. That was the thing. I, I, I really didn't want to hurt her and yet ultimately I got to the point, I thought, for the, the benefit of the book, I need to say, I'm sorry, you know, I love your story, you're a great person. I don't think it, it's a good vibrational match for the book though. So that actually, when I... I found the confidence to do that uh, and bit the bullet it was done with effortless ease no hard feelings everything's absolutely fine so that was easy then later on there was another incident where there was uh, another co-author that I'd had absolutely zero trouble with before that everything had been completely fine with her and then I I don't know what happened she don't didn't know what happened but we realized that something was out of alignment so I went to bed that, uh, I, you know, I tried to sort of work out what was happening for about a week so we could, you know, patch things up and move on. And then I went to bed one night and I said, Archangel Michael, I have no idea what's going on here. I know it's something a lot bigger than what's happening on the the conscious mind level, whether it's past life stuff, whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, probably I don't need to know, but what do I do to solve this problem? And the guidance came back straight away remove her chapter from the book that was it just remove her chapter from the book so I went back to her the following day and had a discussion with her and that was what we did and it was also totally easy effortless um, no pain whatsoever everything was fine so this is also about doing business in the feminine way of collaboration cooperation harmony balance and the 
so I've had to live through a lot of what I've been talking about. It's more of a, a theoretical idea, concept, and actually be living through everything that I've been teaching and telling others about. This has been very much bringing me into greater awareness of anywhere I might, may have been a fraction out of line um, vibrationally with something and really, you know, doing that fine-tuning, that tweaking, that course correcting. So it's, it's uh, and after uh, I took her chapter out of the book, which was fairly late in the piece, it was as if then everything just clicked into place and I just felt this instant connection, harmonious bonding as that soul sister family, which which we are, which we were before. But I guess with having one energy, which was for whatever reason somewhat discordant in the background, it when that was removed, everything else just clicked into place and it is absolutely perfect as it is. The other part of the journey, which has been very interesting for me in terms of stepping into a leadership role, is learning what it takes to be a leader you know it's it's not something that has come easily to me and I realize now that for most people it's not something that comes easily you basically have to be groomed to be a leader which has been part of this process with the the, the book from you know conception through to publication and obviously now uh, launching and at first I was trying to you know, sort of, I guess, almost lay down the rules of how I wanted things to be done. And I realized that doesn't really work when you're dealing with very gifted, high-achieving people to start off with. So I had to find out, okay, well, what, what works? I need to get these particular tasks done. So how are we going to do all of this? And I found the best way was actually finding out what each person's particular strength was apart from, you know, the obvious. What what skills did they have maybe on social media, maybe with um, other forms of marketing strategies, maybe with all sorts of different tasks that needed to be done between the original conception and publication because a lot of it's been a collaborative effort to keep the, the cost down to absolute minimum because I didn't ask anyone to pay any money up front. Um, some uh, people have contributed since then, though. So there was a whole lot of stuff happening that needed uh, I needed to find people's particular strengths because when I found what people's particular strengths were in addition to what I already knew about them, then it's like, that each person felt special. They felt privileged that you know they were like the, the social media guru or you know whatever, and that encourages people to be their best because they feel that sense of real co-ownership rather than being dictated to. It, it becomes something that they feel um, you know almost as passionate about as I do, and that's how everybody has been contributing. At, at their best, using their particular skill set, whatever that is, and leaving it to be more free-flowing, not trying to micromanage everything in intense detail, just allowing the, the co-authors, the collaborators to do what they do best in terms of helping to bring this project to fruition. So that's been a very powerful learning experience for me. You know, it's about people taking... Uh, 
ownership you know co-ownership of this not in a material sense but in that sense of an emotional sense uh, as a spiritual sense of feeling that joy about participating in this about being given those opportunities to shine for who they are and for what they have that's really special that they can add to this project and you know this is so important whether somebody is doing a project, whether they're leading people, whether they're just living life, is as far as interacting with people, if we take the time to figure out really where is their strength, you know, that, that maybe annoying behavior, maybe there's a strength in there. You know, maybe there's something that's been unsatiated for that person in there and they're needing to get, recognize somehow or they're needing to shine in some way. And um, I, I think this is a great example of definitely where we can go as a collective to have this free-flowing thing. And, and this is really a divine flow when you look at it. The divine doesn't say, oh, no, don't use your strength. Come over here and do this. The divine says, I want you to shine in the light you are created to shine in, you know, that that is your light, your strength, your assets. And when you bring all those different assets together, you can't help but have uh, something be successful, whether it's an interaction or whether it's a project or a book or anything else. Absolutely. And for instance, with you, Jesse, you're... Your, oh, my chapter two, by the way, in the book, my personal chapter is called Who Am I to Shine? And it's about dealing with lots and lots of layers of, of fear and self-doubt and not feeling good enough and all these kind of things. And that was also the guidance that I received from the high realms that would be most impactful for for the people reading the book for my personal chapters. So, yeah, this this business of shining and bringing in more light to, to projects is, is uh, fundamentally important. So, yeah, uh, it's been a very, very interesting journey. And, of course, you, Jesse, have been incredible um, with flashing neon lights in doing all this code interpretation work for the book. I mean, it's all about vibration. And Jesse has just hopped on in there at every opportunity to do the coding work. She's done coding for... um, the, the website itself for the, the colors used on the website, the fonts of the the paragraph text, the fonts of the heading, the sizes, so many different things. Um, she's contributed to the design of the book cover through the coding with the placement of various items. Even the fonts in the book she's gone through and coded to find which would be the most favorable fonts that were most aligned with predominantly my energy because it's, you know, as a compiling author, a lot of it revolves around me, but also that would be very compatible with the other, uh, with the co-authors in the book as well. So there's been so many different ways in which she's um, been helping in the coding. Also a lot of, you know, my personal coding for me uh, and I'm, I must admit that even though I paid her for a little bit she just hops on board and does it you know, without even asking because this is her her passion and she's even worked out the best launch days because we've done the Kindle launch already on that was on December the, the 10th and uh, we're just about to do the soft cover launch on January the 21st and so she's picked out the, the days and the months that are most favorable 
for me and for the book launch. So, like, everything has been done down to the T with the um, all the coding work with Jessie. And honestly, I don't know where I would have been without Jessie because she's just been my go-to person for so many things. So I've been really loving allowing her to shine because she's been incredible and she's been so helpful. So I just really wanted to acknowledge you on that, Jessie. Uh, you know, I've, I know I've told you that privately many times, but <laughs> I wanted to acknowledge it publicly that you are just awesome and your coding work is phenomenal. And just making even subtle tweaks to, um, you know, colouring, to fonts, to a design, to layout, to whatever, it, it can make all the difference. It just shifts the energy. Each time there's a mic can be even a minute shift of the energy but cumulatively it all adds up to so that they're not the you know competing influences in the background that everything feels like it's it's come into a, a harmonious alignment well thank you <laughs> for that so it's uh, uh, it's been a pleasure to do that and and that's one of those things where for me, in that that process, it was like, okay, I don't have some of the other resources to offer up to the group. I don't have some of the time resources or some of the social media insights or some of the other aspects. Not that I'm, you know, really poor at them, but I don't have the strength that some of the other uh, collaborators do on this. And um, and I I kind of felt like here's here's where I can give, and I think that. That's an important thing, again, when people are working in the world, you know, don't be afraid to offer up what your strength is in a situation. Um, You're not here to do everybody else's piece. You know, you're not here to cover all the bases, but when you share your piece, it can become something amazing. And um, and it's been exciting because for me to watch this process, even since we started the coding process, with the book, how many things just kind of put together and just started going really smooth. <laughs> it seems like, um, as you say, the vibration, and, and and that vibration is a huge thing, and that it's the vibration, as you mentioned, in our world that's going to shift the world. Um, and I, I sincerely believe, just from what I've heard and the feedback I've gotten from people regarding this book, that um, it is changing lives and it's changing the way people think and it's providing a lot of hope and a lot of inspiration. And to grow that energy in the world um, is such a blessing to watch. And, and, you know, we're deeply grateful to you, Michelle, for initiating this project so that this can happen to open this energy up to to help people feel maybe not so alone in the world. And, you know, I guess I would say, um, you know, that brings me kind of to a question, though. Um, how do you feel that the sharing of all these stories will help people? Because there's a lot of different stories in the book. And um, each one powerful in their own way, in their own insights that they're offering. And I think what's really fun, for me anyways, in the, in the collaborative efforts, is that it's 
like there's something for everybody there. You know, there might not be people that relate to mine as strongly, but then they just absolutely connect with yours or they absolutely connect with Edie's or Lorraine's or any of the other, you know, amazing authors that are part of this. Uh, Absolutely, and that's one of the reasons why when I was, uh, you know, hand-selecting the the co-authors, I was looking at people who had uh, obviously different personalities as well and who had a variety of stories to show, uh, to share across a spectrum of, you know, financial challenges, health challenges, grief and loss, um, layers of fear, you know, all, a whole broad spectrum. Uh, and as you very correctly said then, Jesse, because it's not just one person writing the book, it, there is an opportunity for everybody reading the book to resonate with one or more stories or one or more co-authors and their styles. Every story is very raw and authentic and vulnerable and honest and that was definitely a prerequisite that each um, person contributing to the book had to be okay with sharing you know, their deepest, darkest secrets, their dark night of the soul, some things that they'd never shared with anyone before and suddenly this is all going to be out in the public arena in a big way. And, you know, even I had to do some soul searching just how much do I really want to share here? And I kept coming back as other people did too, as the other co-authors did too. Well, if this if this sharing from the soul, bearing our soul, uh, t- talking about our dark nights of the soul is going to inspire other people to take action, to see that if we have been in these awful places... And we've managed to get to the other side of them, not you know, not always in great style, mind you, but always getting to the other side and not only learning from the experience, growing from the experience and succeeding often phenomenally so that there's really that sense of uh, there is so much variety both within the kinds of stories within the book and also the personalities of the different co-authors and their writing styles that it's going to appeal to a, a very big cross-section of of women who have different personality types themselves but who are all feeling that, that calling to step up now, to shine their light more, to make a bigger difference in the world. So it's about, you know, the, the message is that no matter what life throws at you, no matter what traumas, challenges, obstacles, there's always a chance to turn it around, to make good and to grow from that experience. So it's really about helping women who need that extra boost of confidence just to to really um, you know step it up a bit more motivation to just break through to the next level to to not only follow their dreams but to achieve their dreams and also to this is something that is tied in a lot to women who are um, 40 and over and all of the co-authors are um, 40 and over some of them are um, heading uh, are in their 60s as well. So we've got that that range of the times where you know if you've uh, had children, that they're likely to have um, been leaving home or they're adult. They don't need as much of your attention, and so start looking at the rest of your life. Okay, well, what do I do from here? What is it that's in my soul? What do I want to do now? And this is something that comes up for so many women. Of course, you know men as well, but. This 
book is particularly geared to women as change makers and so the stories uh, all give people insights, tips, tools, strategies, processes. You know, there's a lot of spiritual wisdom and, and healing tips and tools within each chapter to just inspire people, to give them that nudge that, oh, wow, let's try this. This will be fun. And, you know, like every time I was going through and editing and re-editing and re-editing the book, and I'd go through the entire book and I'd read all the chapters again, and each time I'd find processes that were absolutely perfect for me at whatever I was going through at that particular point in my life so there's so much good stuff and you know you can open it just at a, a page randomly in the book and read what's there and it'll be what you need to inspire you on the day or you can just pick a chapter that you like from the beginning by the, the names um, or you can read the book from cover to cover or any combination thereof just use it as a reference source to keep going back to over and over for inspiration so there's so many ways you can use the book and that this is one of the key things that i like it's 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 not going to be boring or same old same old it's all very original it's all very fresh and they're really you can read the stories on many levels a bit like you know that old classic the celestine prophecy or um you know even how the movie shrek for instance has multiple levels in it so it appeals to to children and but adults get it on a whole different level so you can read the book at whatever spiritual level of development you're at so it can either be just you know like um, great juicy stories that you just don't want to put down just want to read because these are such great engaging stories or you can read it on deeper levels and pick up a lot of spiritual wisdom either on a conscious level or a lot of that spiritual wisdom will be going in and triggering at a subconscious level as well so that there are many many ways in which it can be read so it's a very unique kind of book I'm so glad you shared those different components that are in each chapter because um, you know, my experience is, is that oftentimes when we are in that dark night of the soul period, we feel very alone. We feel like there's nobody that gets it. Nobody understands what I'm going through. Um, and we get so wrapped up in the challenge and what's tough for us that it's sometimes hard to see the light. And I feel like this book, for somebody, whether they're going through challenges, have been through challenges, wherever they are, it just opens that door to the light to remind them it's still there and that what they're going through isn't permanent and that they can use this process if they choose to do so to step into their own power, to break through, to get through to the other side and that look, you know, this isn't going to necessarily take you out, take you down, or destroy your life, but other people have come through and you can do it too. And, you know, you, you think about this, having those tips and those tools of what other people use is so valuable. I mean, I, I wish I had had some of that <laughs> when I was going through my processes along the way. Um, and And I think it just really opens a lot of, opportunity for those that, that choose to delve in and, and read this. Um, yeah, and someone, com 
commented to me too that they they really liked the the healing processes and and tips and things for self healing in the book because they weren't rehashes of things they'd read elsewhere. These are all things that we as you know the the individual uh, contributors to the book have developed through our own uh, work as healers light workers coaches and and so on and what what we have found works for not only us but also for our clients so it it's fresh and it's it's good and it's it's different it's not the same old boring boring stuff that you're likely to have read in a, a dozen different places already um, and I too, Jesse, wish that I'd had access to all those tools when I was going through my dark nights of the soul because as you you also um, pointed out, a lot of us do feel incredibly alone when we're going through that. You know, I'm a single parent and, you know, uh, have been a single parent for a lot of my life through to have two partners dying and a divorce. So, you know, it's sort of... I've I've felt really alone a lot of the time and haven't had brothers or sisters or parents or anyone to talk to and discuss stuff with for, for support. I've always had a beautiful network of soul sisters or for at least the last six or seven years in particular. But there have been those times of feeling really, really alone where we totally forget about our connection to the divine and those people that we would most like to be able to support us, either we don't have them in our lives at all or they're not in a place where they can be supportive at that time because of whatever they're going through at the time. So we feel cut off, we feel isolated, we feel alone. So I think when when people read the book, they'll realise... Uh, multiple multiple times in the book that we truly are never never alone and there is always higher help and guidance all we need to do is just ask for it and it's always there um, I have a little visual that I use with clients to get the the point across about you know asking for higher help just imagine you've got all the the angels upstairs are, well you know our personal angels that are working with us and they're bored stiff they're playing cards they've been playing cards for ages around a table and they're yawning off and they see this person down below struggling you know spinning their wheels struggling can't figure things out getting all stressed having meltdowns and this the angels are saying to each other oh why doesn't she just ask us for help why doesn't she just ask? We, it will be our pleasure to help and, and you know, help her and assist her and guide her through this. But she's not asking us. We can't interfere. You know, she needs to ask us. So that's just a little visual to keep in mind. We are never deflecting the angels away from more important tasks. They are always available to help us. Their energy can be everywhere at once. And even, you know, talking to whoever you most resonate. It doesn't have to be an, an angel. It can be um, a higher guide. It can be a deceased loved one. It can be God. What, whatever you most resonate with. Know that because their energy is everywhere at once, you can talk to them expecting an answer. It's not coming from a place of low vibration please please just listen to me i need your help blah 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 but actually coming from more of an empowered place more of that place of saying this is a situation i'm in now 
I need your help to resolve this. Please guide me step by step what I am to do to get through this. So you're coming from much more of an empowered place. It's not a begging, pleading kind of place. It's more the expecting that this is going to be fulfilled for you, that you are going to receive the answers that you need because you are worth it, because you are a part of the divine yourself. You are a, 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 an aspect of the divine. And, I mean, that's really beautiful because we do. I think sometimes there are definitely people that feel like, oh, you know, I'm bothering the angels or this or that, and, and we're just not, you know. As you say, they're definitely there to to help us and to, you know, see us through things and, uh, you know, all of those great pieces along the way. Um I also want to bring up, because I know that you have a, a meditation process that you want to share with us today, um, but I want to get a little something in before we do that, and and that is the fact that when people are purchasing this book, they're not just getting a book. There's been a whole load of um, gifts and things put forth. Um, as well with this. Oh, absolutely. There's, you know, each of the co-authors has contributed a, a gift which will be there um, permanently as long as the, the book and the website are in existence. And also, too, for the soft cover launch that we have coming up in just a few days, the, our launch partners have also contributed free gifts. Those gifts will be there for... Uh, probably up to about a month to allow people to receive the the soft cover book anywhere around the world, you know, allowing for the shipping time. Um, and then those gifts will come down after that, but the, the co-author gifts stay there indefinitely. Um, so that sort of opens a whole world of, of self-healing tools to people. And also, too, something special that I just wanted to do for the, the soft cover launch um, as well as, you know, it's a discounted price on the day, that kind of stuff. But also, uh, the, I get so many comments about the gorgeous angel graphic uh, on the front cover of Embraced by the Divine. It's just stunning. It's by an artist called Laurie Bain, who is also um, known as Primal Painter. And you can find her on, on Facebook and you can find her uh, if you Google her name and details as well. Her artwork is just gorgeous. So... I've actually bought some of her artwork pieces myself and on launch day for one lucky person who buys the soft cover version we're going to have a competition and the winner will just be chosen at random so it's just purely a game of, of luck uh, that one lucky person will get a 16 by 20 inch print which Laurie will be hand signing herself and then um, it will be sent off to the lucky winner wherever you are in the world. So that's just a, a little bit of fun, and it's also a beautiful reminder of the the book that you can have, uh, you know, wherever you, you want to display it in your house. For me, I have mine um, just in my office, just behind my right shoulder on the wall, and it's just just gorgeous. Whenever I'm doing Skype consultations with people, people see it and say, oh, that's so beautiful. And it is. The, the energy is amazing in, in Laurie's artwork. So I just wanted to add that. that that's just something special that's just going to be available on um, launch day itself, which is the 21st of January for the soft cover. 
Perfect. Yeah, I definitely wanted to get that in so we had a little bit of that out of the way because I know that when we go into meditative processes uh, that our mind kind of <laughs> is not always coming back as quickly as we would like. And, and yes, Lori's work is absolutely beautiful. The, the energy behind it and what she puts into it on an energetic level is incredible. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just just really, really wonderful work in there. So share with us a little bit about this meditation that you want to do, and let's go ahead and move into that. Okay, well, I asked for guidance uh, as to what would be most appropriate for the listeners today and also those listening to the recording as well. And I was being told, let's bring some of the spiritual techniques that you use into a grounded meditation to help people resolve a specific um, problem or or something that they would like to achieve on the call today so so during this meditation so it's basically about using spiritual practices and spirituality in a very grounded way in the material world and I'm not saying material world in terms of uh you know money I'm talking about as in you know our, our everyday kind of life um, because it's not one or the other ideally both should be integrated together in fact I was guided last night to just go into the book by Neil Donald Walsh Conversations with God is book two and I was guided to open at a particular page and this is what uh, stood out to me this was, was obviously the message I was meant to receive it's spiritual truth must be lived in practical life to change everyday experience and I think that's a beautiful way of of summing up that when we are connected to a spiritual practice when we're connected to higher guidance we can integrate that as a normal aspect of each and every part of our life to make our everyday life flow with so much more ease and grace and harmony and balance just feeling that higher connection so, um, uh, you are ready to for me to do the meditation, Jesse? Absolutely. Okay. So, everyone, if every, anyone is listening to the recording of this driving a car, please, 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 uh, don't do the meditation part now. Come back to it some other time, um, because this. For especially for people who are used to working with energy, this will get quite trancy, uh, and we definitely don't want anybody you know, having problems. So if you are somewhere where you need to maintain full alertness, come back and do the recording of this meditation some other time. But for the rest of us who are here, just getting yourself nice and cosy in your chair, on your bed, or wherever you are now, I'm beginning to breathe deeper. And as you're breathing deeper, take your awareness now to the top of your head, to the energy center called your crown chakra. Imagine that in your crown chakra there's a beautiful white lotus bud 
And you can turn this lotus bud slowly anti-clockwise. And the petals begin to open. Until that lotus flower is open wide and flat. And you can even see the golden yellow stamens in its very center. Now, your crown chakra is open. And imagining now 300 feet above you or even more, that the floodgates of heaven are open and all this beautiful divine light energy and the energy of love just flow down in a beautiful column of light down into your crown chakra. Breathing that energy in on the in-breath and breathing it into your heart. And then on the out-breath, spreading that energy of light and love from your heart and out through your body into each and every cell of your body right down to the level of the DNA. And continue to breathe this in, breathing in the energy of divine love through this beautiful light. Breathing it from the higher realms down through the crown chakra into your heart on the in-breath. And then on the out-breath, spreading that energy, that light throughout your body. Helping to heal, to shine the light into all parts of your being, even into the DNA. And as you continue to with this process, not only will the light continue to spread throughout your body, you may find it now spreading out into your energy field as well. Allowing yourself now to spread that energy out as far as you can comfortably with the breath. Out through your energy field, out through the room you're in through the building you're in and even out further until you feel yourself standing in pure divine light. Seeing, feeling, getting sense and experience of being you as a small person inside this massive amount of light. Now place one hand on your heart one hand on your solar plexus and rest into the energy as we invite the higher beings now to gather around us, calling forth the angels, archangels, ascended masters, deceased loved ones, and notice the subtle energy shift you may feel now a sense of being encircled by loving presences you may feel yourself being wrapped in divine love you may be beginning to feel an experience of overwhelming love the point that you feel yourself tearing up, even allowing those tears to flow 
You do not have to understand why. Just allow their tears of divine connection. And it is your birthright to be connected to the divine because you, my child, are a spark of the divine. You are an aspect of the divine. And now in this space of pure divine love, ask, what is it that my heart and soul most want for me? And you may receive the answer straight away, or it may take just a few moments. Be open to however you receive that answer. Is what your heart and soul most wants for you to be loved? To feel safe. To feel nurtured by yourself and others. To get out of a toxic relationship. To work in a particular industry and get handsomely paid for it. To open, to receive greater love. To release anger and frustration harmlessly. Be open to what it is that your heart and soul most wants for you. Feel into it. And if you could feel healing energy coming from your hands right now, what would it feel like? Would it be warm? Comforting? Would you see light energy streaming from the palms of your hands and into your heart and solar plexus? Any subconscious beliefs that have been standing in the way of achieving what your heart and soul want for you now have been drawn up to the surface magnetically by your hands. You don't need to know how this is being done. Just allow. And any fears and doubts and worries or frustrations that block you from achieving that heart and soul-based goal now, also losing their grip on you, And their energy also being magnetically drawn to your hands. You may sense this energy feeling dark and tacky and gunky and sticky or however it feels to you. Just imagine now that you can lift this dark, yucky energy up and out of your heart and your solar plexus and roll it up into a big ball of energy with your hands. Do this now. And now hand it over for resolution at a higher level of consciousness. Hand it over to a specific being if you want to. Hand it over to the angels, to Archangel Michael, 
Even to a deceased loved one, they know what to do with it. And now, as you've handed that over for release, for resolution at a higher level of consciousness, ask now that Archangel Michael cut any cords of attachment to it. Sometimes when we think that we've handed something over for resolution, at a higher level, we still have an attachment to it. So just ask Archangel Michael now to snip through, to cut with his mighty sword of truth, any energetic attachments you have to a particular outcome or to any of that old energetic gunk staying within your body. That's right. Well done. And in your mind, just saying it is safe for me to let this go and I am safe. For so many of us, what lets us or what prohibits us from truly letting go of something is a feeling of it's not safe a fear of it's not safe to let it go but just repeating in your mind feeling into the words it is safe to let it go and I am safe safe to let it go and I am safe Now let's repeat this once again. Just placing your hands over your heart, your solar plexus, with the intention to bring up to the surface for release anything unknown, unseen, or unimagined that has been blocking you or sabotaging you from this heart and soul wish. Do this now. And then once again, draw that out of the body magnetically with your hands. Roll it up into a ball of the old dark yucky energy and hand it over to the beings of light, the light-filled beings, the angels, ascended masters, or even deceased loved ones. Hand it over. Disconnect from it. I'm being guided now. Just one more time for good luck, say. Placing your hands over your heart, your solar plexus once again, drawing up the energy magnetically to the surface of anything that has been limiting you, blocking you, fears, doubts, worries, anxieties, limiting beliefs that have been holding you back from achieving this heart and soul goal of yours. Bringing those limiting beliefs, fears, worries, doubts, anxieties, things unknown, unimagined, all up to the surface, lifting it up and out, rolling it into a ball, and then this time let's just throw it over to the higher realms for them to catch and take away, knowing that this time you are disconnected completely from any of the old stuff that have been blocking you from achieving that heart and mind goal. And now, place your hands by your sides. 
And imagine that each hand is being lovingly held by an angelic presence, a higher being or a deceased loved one. Just feel that love. For me right now, the energy feels icy cold on my hands. And that's a sure sign of the presence of very high vibration beings when the energy becomes icy cold. Just feel that love now. Those beings holding your hands and all those other loving presences that are with you at this time surrounding you. Just feel yourself now being guided forward step by step. Just like being handheld by a loving present, a loving parent who wants only the very best for you. Ask to be shown very clearly what you need to do step by step, one day at a time, to move you progressively closer and closer to achieving your heart and soul desire. Then take action. This is a collaborative process between you and the higher realms. They guide. You follow that guidance, taking inspired action. Step out of the need to force, push, struggle, and the ego mind need to know and surrender to divine assistance, ease, grace, and flow. All will manifest for you in divine perfect timing when you follow the step-by-step guidance. And if you're not absolutely sure you're receiving high guidance, ask that this guidance be so in your face clear that you can't possibly miss it. Ask for it to be repeated to you in different ways, several times or more on the same day, so you can't help but notice the message. Patience. A farmer does not dig up the seed each and every day that he has planted to see if it has germinated, for in doing so he would surely kill it. And for you, know that the seeds of change have now been planted within you. Allow the process of germination and manifestation to evolve in perfect timing. There may be other processes you need to go through first, other things that you need to learn or experience before it becomes the right time for you to fully and completely manifest this heart and soul wish. Trust that all is divinely guided. Ask 
for daily guidance. Follow that guidance and take inspired action. And you may even like to say each and every day, God, how best may I serve and be abundantly paid for doing so. Please show me a divinely aligned action step to take today. Please make it simple, clear, and so in your face I can't miss it. Thank you. So now, taking your awareness down to the soles of your feet, and imagine that there are roots of energy, like tree roots or streams of light flowing from the soles of your feet and connecting you deep down into Mother Earth. Feeling yourself connecting to the core of Mother Earth, connected to the divine above, connected to the core of Mother Earth below, allowing those energies to flow freely through you and allowing yourself now to come back fully into your body in full and perfect vibrational alignment and asking now that you hold the energetic shifts from today's session and ask that you be recalibrated to the highest level of vibration that you can comfortably sustain in your normal waking life. And in a few moments, I'm going to count from one to five, and by the time I get to the count of five, you'll be back in your room in full waking consciousness, feeling wonderfully refreshed and alert with whatever the rest of the day has in store for you. And if you choose to just want to remain to... rest in this current energy you can comfortably ignore the following wake up suggestions and come back to the surface in your own perfect timing before I do the little count up I'd just like to say a prayer of thanks to the beautiful loving high vibration beings of light and love that work with us at these times thank you thank you thank you We are in such deep gratitude for your love and your ongoing help and guidance at all times. We thank you. Thank you. So now, beginning the count-up for those who want to return to full waking consciousness. One, starting to feel the energy returning back up through the feet and the hands. Two, more and more energy up through the arms and the legs now. Three, Feeling blood pressure, heart rate and pulse returning to a normal, healthy level for you. Four, getting closer to the surface, feeling fully invigorated. And five, eyes starting to open, crystal clear now, coming back into the room, taking a bit of a a stretch and a wriggle around and just coming fully back into that body. Thank you, everyone. And I'm just hoping now that Jessie wasn't one of those who chose to (laughs) continue being in that zone. I'm just going to stay there. (laughs) Michelle, absolutely 
beautiful for our listeners, and I'm really glad I had you start that when we did so that we had plenty of time for you to to let that run authentically for everybody. Um, And, you know, it's been what an amazing journey, and I'm sure that there are definitely going to be people who want to go back and listen to this in the archives and, and read you this meditation and, and rework with this and and have it, you know, multiple times that they can go with it. Um, I could really feel that the energy shifts with that and the vibrations and the way they were just raising. I could feel it all throughout those that are listening. And, and it was truly, truly wonderful um, to experience. Yeah, I love doing doing the guided meditations on calls because it's always a, a combined process. Sometimes I have a rough concept of where I'm going to go with it. Other times I have no idea whatsoever. I just open my mouth and words flow out. But even when I have a rough idea of where I'm going with it, that there's always that sense of the angel speaking through me for that. It's, it's not my words, it's the words that come through me. And that's where the magic happens. That's why they can be so, so beautiful and so powerful. And you know, I too, even though I'm having to maintain a you know a certain level of, of awareness, I can't drop straight down into theta or theta as I tend to with with meditations. It, it I still feel that huge surge of energy coming through me and, and really feeling that overwhelming love and support that is always there for us. And, you know, I call it in specifically on the meditations, but it, it's always there. All we need to do is just ask. Absolutely. And and I think that is such a great reminder for people that it is always, always there. Um, whether we're paying attention to it or not, it's always there and it's always accessible to us. I would love, Michelle, because we are rounding down in our time here, um, and, and you know, we just have a sh- very short amount of time left um, for you to just provide us with some sort of summary point that you would like people to think about as, as we close the show today and make sure also that they have all of your ways to contact you um, where they can follow up on the book launch that is is happening on the 21st, um, how they can take advantage of some of these great things that you're offering through Embrace with the Divine. Okay, thank you, Jesse, for giving me that opportunity. For me, my key summary point is we are never alone. There is always loving help and guidance for us, even if it's not coming from the places that we would most like it to come from in our humanness and in other words family and friends so the the just ask ask develop a relationship with higher beings angels deceased loved ones even if at first you think you're just imagining it be in that still quiet space and ask the questions anyway if you could communicate with higher beings, with deceased loved ones, what would they be saying for you? Go into it with an aspect of playfulness. So, on the, Because playfulness shifts your vibration even higher. 
So for people who want to uh, find out more about the book and purchase the book, hop on over to the website, which is embracedbythedivine.com and all the details are there of uh, how you can order it. You can check out more about all of the fabulous courses that we have, um, the chapters that are in the book, you know, what's actually contained in the book, the kind of stories that we have. We um, also have lots of amazing endorsements, even from people like Marcy Shymoff, uh, New York Times number one best-selling author. So they're all included on the website. We've got beautiful blog posts. Um, there's lots and lots that you can see on our website. The soft cover launch is the 21st of January in your local time zone, and there's a beautiful uh, piece of artwork that will be given away on the day to some lucky person who purchases the soft cover book and if you want to follow us on Facebook by all means come on over to Facebook our page is Embraced by the Divine that's where all the action will be happening on launch day um, and there's a lot of action happening there all days anyway but particularly on launch day uh, what else is there we have a Twitter page as well so there are lots and lots of different ways of connecting with us. If you want to connect with me personally, uh, just contact me. It's michelle at embracedbythedivine.com or use the contact form on the Embraced by the Divine website. So I think that probably covers most of the ways that people can get in touch with us um, and also ways you can get in touch with all of the co-authors are also on the Embraced by the Divine website too because I highly encourage you to take a look at the different co-authors, their stories, their styles, and reach out, make a personal connection with those co-authors, get their free gift and so on. So um, I think that covers it, Jessie. Absolutely, and, and there's a co-author in that book for everybody, I'm sure of it. Um, and, and really, I can't imagine somebody going over to that page and not finding somebody that they would connect with in one way or another uh, or a story that they wouldn't connect with because there's, there really is something there for everyone. Michelle, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, incredible to have you back. You know I love, love you dearly and, and for you to take the time to call in from Australia and to be with us today. Um, so, so deeply appreciated for your time and your work and, and putting all of this forward. Thank you, and it's just been a real honor to be be on your show, Jess. There's something really special, I guess, because of being on your show two years ago, just before this journey with Embrace by the Divine started, and it, it's like that was the beginning point, and now this is the part where everything has all come together. So it's it's been a really, really special honor, and, you know, I just love your work and how you've been such a big influence in the co-creation of this book too. Well, thank you so very much. And next week I will be doing another one of my own shows. It will be on church and state, and I'm going to be looking at the codes of government and religion and where do they connect and where do they go their own way. My books uh, have been released out there, and of course today we've been talking about Embrace by the Divine, a woman's gateway to power, passion, and purpose. You definitely want to check that out. Um, we're already way up there. The Kindle is available right now. We have the paperback coming out on 
uh, January 21st, so you definitely want to follow up, and you can do that at embracedbythedivine.com, and as Michelle mentioned, also connect with us on Facebook. Um, it, it's just a great way to stay connected with people that are in the light and operating at a, a strong, high vibration. Um, also, through my work, if you'd like to find out more about the work I'm doing with codes, uh, code interpretation, uh, I, I also put out monthly videos and uh, have my own books out as well and the events that I have going on, and I will be posting more events soon. Um, it's been a little slower start for me this year, regrouping here in Seagulls, but I'm getting there piece by piece as I continuously refine and shift and, and uh, look at what I want to provide for this year. Uh, you can do all of that through my own website at jessianniclesgeorge.com. I also want to remind you that the January special deal is that if you register and participate in the full day or full weekend uh, event that I have going on the last weekend of this month, January 30th and 31st, that you'll receive a free code interpretation of your energy flow with the days of 2016. Also, don't forget, we've got several shows here on Main Street Universe throughout the week. Um, Susan Weed is often in sharing her work on herbs and natural plants. We have Darren Butera who comes in. And he, matter of fact, he was doing a show, I believe it was yesterday. He always has an interesting topic to delve into. Yesterday it was dragons. Um, and then we have our flagship show. Janice is doing some work. Matter of fact, Janice, I should mention, is going to be interviewing me coming up here on Tuesday the 19th um, on my code interpretation work. So you might want to tune in for that here through Main Street Universe. And, of course, uh, um, Kevin Baird pops in and out uh, with his new companion creation that he's done. And, of course, this is Jesse Ann Nichols-George, and on Fridays we have Code Connection. Hey, this is Jesse Ann Nichols-George, and I want to thank you so much for being here today, and thanks to all of our listeners, again, not only through Blog Talk Radio, but those streaming live on 10 Minutes Air Encounters Network, StreamFinder, TalkStream Live, and those catching our podcast at iTunes, TuneIn.com, and those catching the YouTube version of the show. I do look forward to seeing you back here next week as we delve more into Code Connection. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed the show today, share it with others. It's going to be available at the same link in our archives. And I'm going to leave you today with that song, Yearning For, also known as Over and Over. It's by Shemshai. And again, you can connect with their work at www.shemshai.com. That's S-H-I-M-S-H-A-I.com. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you again next week right here on Code Connection. May you enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a truly amazing week. And if I could see what makes me blind, I would soar to the edge of my mind. And to touch what seems unreal, just to show you the way that I feel. And we are in time with time, one with season of change inside. We are in tune with the tune, caught in a balance of sun and moon. Oh, deep inside, the light within, shining to show you it's here to begin. When all I have is all I need, I will. Soar to the edge of eternity And we see in eye to eye One within love
lover Learning to walk just a little bit slower Whispering secrets that you can't keep it No turning back now, this time we'll reveal it Once you are another, all will discover The essence within the most beautiful lover Time is still turning, the love is still burning Deep in your spirit, your heart still yearning
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.